Parts of Southeast Texas are underwater. It's never been this bad. A whistleblower complained about the president. The unprecedented decision not to share the complaint with Congress. Canada's prime minister embroiled in racial controversy. It was blackface, and that is just not right. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition, sponsored by the Capital One Quicksilver Card. In southeast Texas, thunder and a lot of rain. As what was Tropical Storm Imelda parked itself over the region, dumping feet of rain and causing evacuations, flooding, and water rescues. Correspondent Janet Shanlian is there. Beaumont is a city submerged tonight. After a steady, relentless drenching, more than three feet of rain in just 24 hours. The life-threatening flooding overwhelming first responders. Oh, look, there's a child back there. In the Beaumont area, they lost count after 700 calls for help. I've never seen this amount of flooding in this amount of time. Dr. George Davis was evacuated by boat so he could work emergencies at St. Elizabeth's Hospital. Houston was also hit hard. People wading through floodwaters, cars submerged, the airport shut down, and homes surrounded. And no casualties reported. The House Intelligence Committee held a closed-door hearing today on the handling of a whistleblower complaint. Chairman Adam Schiff says the administration is blocking Congress from hearing that complaint. We do not have the complaint. We do not know whether the press reports are accurate or inaccurate about the contents of that complaint. Correspondent Stephen Portnoy. The unnamed whistleblower reportedly heard the president make a promise to a foreign leader, a development so concerning to the intelligence community member that he or she felt the need to inform Congress. On Twitter, Mr. Trump said he understands his calls with his counterparts are regularly monitored. He asks, is anybody dumb enough to believe that I would say something inappropriate with a foreign leader while on such a potentially heavily populated call? Secretary of State Pompeo headed home now from meetings in Saudi Arabia on the Iran attack. Pompeo said he was sent to the region to understand how U.S. allies view the Iranian threat, and he will take that information to President Trump. I think I'll be able to give the president some important information about um, how it is we should think about proceeding. Pompeo said the U.S. is seeking a peaceful resolution. I was here in an act of diplomacy while the foreign minister of Iran is threatening all-out war to fight to the last American. Uh, we're here to build out a, a coalition aimed at achieving peace and a peaceful resolution of this. But he also said Iran will be hit with more U.S. sanctions. Cammie McCormick, CBS News, the Pentagon. On Wall Street, the Dow dropped 52. Now this. It happened just after 2 this afternoon. The suspect in the case went to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. But police are not saying if that person was shot. Customer also injured but treated at the scene. Police say there is no ongoing risk to the community, but are asking for witnesses to come forward. A scary 911 call from a little boy. Our bus driver, Catherine, she was drunk. KXL's Jim Freddy has the story. That call came into the Longview Police Dispatch Center last Thursday. The boy had just gotten off the bus at his stop. She passed three red lights, and she um, got on a side on the side road by the... 76. He told the dispatcher that she also smelled like alcohol. The school district was able to reach the driver, 48-year-old Catherine Macaron, by radio and asked her to pull over. When police got to the bus, officers also reported the obvious smell of intoxicants coming from the driver. She was arrested and taken to jail. The school district says that she drove two routes that day that included at least 90 students. Jim Ferretti, FM News 101. 
There's no one answer to end homelessness, but a new project hopes to handle it differently. As KXL's Rosemary Reynolds reports, the new pilot project is called Portland Street Response. Over 180 homeless were surveyed during the summer. Some of them were staying in camps, shelters, and sitting on the street. All of them indicated they want a community that feels safe. Most did not feel very comfortable with police showing up as the first contact. Mayor Ted Wheeler says first responders could be used in better ways. This is a really, really important part of the overall strategies, is working with people in crisis on the street. And as we've all said today, we all agree that the police are not necessarily the best first responders. Even the police agree with that. All the information gathered through PSU and street routes will be evaluated. The city hopes to launch the pilot project after it's introduced to city council in November. Rosemary Reynolds, FM News 101. Meanwhile, the mayor says he's listening about the empty Wapato jail. KXL's Grant Mackill has the story. In a 10-minute video featuring Wapato's new owner, Jordan Schnitzer, community activists, and Portland Police Union President Daryl Turner, the group asks the city to turn the jail into a community wellness center for people to find shelter and services. This was a place that was going to be used to incarcerate people. Yet now... It's a place that we have we have the ability to give people their freedom. Mayor Ted Wheeler was asked today about the group's efforts. Yes, there is a group of people that is loosely organized around some reusage of the Wapato facility. I'm certainly willing to listen. But he says he needs to see more first. I ask questions like, show me your sources and uses statement. Then let's have the conversation. Grant McHill, FM News 101. A Portland area icon got very wet last night. KXL's Mike Turner pays a visit to that popular venue. When I pulled up, the cleanup at McMenamin's Edgefield was just wrapping up. Renee was there to give me a tour. Basically, a pipe was broken, um, and it's part of the, what they call the fire suppression system. Renee Ignacio says it happened about 7 o'clock last night. Taking a look at that sprinkler pipe. This is a broken pipe, basically? Is it broken? Yeah, it's broken. It's an old pipe, right? It's not because the pipe is old. It's because somebody broke it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's not good. No, uh-uh. We, we think somebody was hanging on it. Oh, okay. Broken pipe flooded the hallway with water on the third floor. It also leaked down to the first and second floors. The fans are running. The old wood floors are drying. Only a few rooms had wet carpet. Check-in began at 3, and it's business as usual at McMenamin's Edgefield. Mike Turner, FM News 101. Highway 26 turns into a highway of drunken danger. KXL's Justin McDonald tells us more. Washington County deputies arrested a driver that had traveled westbound down the Sunset Highway in the eastbound lanes. It all took place early this morning around 3 a.m. Witnesses reported seeing the car starting around Southwest Market Street in Portland. Deputy Brian Van Cleve from the Washington County Sheriff's Office tells us about the driver. Deputies arrested a 24-year-old Shelby Lee Tarabisi of Beaverton for several charges after they found her driving up and down Murray Boulevard with a flat tire, plus there was an open beer can in one of the cup holders. Her blood alcohol concentration was a .17. The investigation is ongoing. Justin McDonald, FM News 101. Portland's most news, traffic and weather. FM News 101. Here we are in the Sunday Coop. You know when you order stuff and they label it with your name or what you actually ordered? So my nickname, of course, is Loose. I get a wide variety of spellings, including L-O-O-S-E. <laughs> I mean, funny, but really? Sure. Well, this guy goes home with sandwiches from Jimmy John's, pulls out the sub for his wife, and... On the wrapper, it looks like it says a mean word, the B word. 
You know what word I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. The one that means female dog. Yeah. Robert Barnes tells the Daily Mail he just can't believe it. No. He posts on Facebook. But that's not soothing enough. He's just too mad. So he storms back to Jimmy John's, points at that sandwich wrapper, and says, what does this say? The employee looks really confused, says, bacon, lettuce, and tomato with cheese. <laughs> it was a lowercase l, because mm. it looked like an I. Now, mm. we got to wonder, did the employee actually not recognize the abbreviation as the B word? Or perhaps it was just a prank? Uh, inquiring minds wish to know. Inquiring minds want to know. 416 Pella Windows and Doors offering 0% APR for 48 months. Visit their Tigered showroom. Certain restrictions apply. CCB number 194-847. Back to business in the NFL, but Thursday night football is overshadowed by some trade drama. From the KXL Sports Desk, here's Matthew Zimmer. Week three of the NFL season gets started tonight with Thursday night football, Jacksonville and Tennessee. Jaguars cornerback Jalen Ramsey is expected to play tonight against the Tennessee Titans. That's what head coach Doug Marone said yesterday. A source told ESPN's Josina Anderson that Ramsey is fine playing with the Jags tonight, but he doesn't anticipate being a member of Jacksonville by next Sunday. The source also told Anderson that teams such as the Kansas City Chiefs, Baltimore Ravens, Minnesota Vikings, Oakland Raiders, Philadelphia Eagles, and Seattle Seahawks have made substantial inquiries and that almost all 32 teams have at least placed a call to the Jags on Ramsey. Pre-game coverage of Jaguars Titans gets started tonight at 5 o'clock on our sister station 750 The Game. And longtime UCLA Athletic Director Dan Guerrero will retire next July the school announced today. Guerrero led the department starting back in 2002. The university's regents voted today to extend Guerrero's contract through July 1st of 2020. The contract now ends at the end of the academic year which should help ease the transition to a new athletic director. With sports of 15 and 40 I'm Matthew Zimmer for FM News 101. It's time for the five things you need to know today. First, there are hundreds of rescues amid a downpour in southeast Texas. Tropical depression Imelda is to blame. There's heavy flash flooding reported in Galveston, Houston, and surrounding communities, even in Louisiana. CBS meteorologist David Parkinson with details. There have been four to six inch per hour rain rates in spots. Uh, rivers have come up 20 feet in Houston in a matter of hours. Uh, and we are now at the fifth wettest tropical system uh, in the United States' mainland history. This will replace Allison for the number five spot, uh, which was another storm that devastated Houston. We've not seen reports of deaths or serious injuries just yet, but over a dozen southeast Texas counties are now under emergency declarations. The CDC is updating us on the lung disease outbreak believed to be linked to vaping. As of September 17th, 530 confirmed and probable cases of lung injury associated with e-cigarette product use or vaping were reported to us by 38 states and one territory. That's the CDC's Principal Deputy Director, Dr. Ann Shuchat. A death reported today in Missouri brings the total number of deaths in this outbreak to eight. Top Democrats in Congress demand to know whether President Trump made illicit promises to a foreign leader over the phone. A U.S. intelligence whistleblower suggests the president did. The whistleblower's account of events is not being handed over to Congress by the White House. 
created quite a fuss in D.C. From the White House, the only public response has come from the president on his favorite platform, Twitter. He tweeted earlier dismissing these reports as, quote, fake news and questioning why on, on these calls where so many officials from the U.S. and foreign countries are listening in, why he would make any kind of illicit promise. CBS News correspondent Paula Reed, the Washington Post published the original article on this story Thursday. They used the two unnamed sources in their report. Trump scores a legal victory today. A judge says California cannot force presidential candidates to disclose personal tax info. The ruling by a federal judge in California comes as the president is facing multiple Democratic-led efforts to force him to reveal his tax returns. Mr. Trump also has sued to block New York prosecutors from their push to obtain the returns as part of a criminal investigation. That's CBS's Bill Rakoff reporting there. And Iran issuing new threats as tensions remain high since last weekend's oil attacks in Saudi Arabia. Iran's foreign minister tells CNN today any U.S. or Saudi attacks on his nation will result in, quote, all-out war. Right now, U.S. officials believe Iran was likely behind last weekend's oil attacks. Iran denies that. A team of U.N. investigators now on the ground conducting their own probe. And those are the five things you need to know today.